Hi guys, this is Morgan Lee. Welcome to the first episode of That's So Middlebury, the podcast where we dive into unique student jobs, careers, and internships, and how they got to where they are today. Um, I have the amazing privilege of being joined by my captain and teammate, Sophia Huang. Um, Sophia, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to have you here with me today and talk a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so. I'm honored to be your your first guest. So Yay. thanks for having me. Of course. So tell us a little bit about yourself, like your major, what year you're in. Yeah. Um, so like Morgan said, I'm Sophia. I'm a senior at Middlebury. Um, I'm a sociology major and film and media culture minor. Originally, I'm from Orlando, Florida, but I grew up a little bit in Bangor, Maine as well. So yeah, that's just like the really general background um, on myself. Yeah, and like how has your college experience been so far? How has mid treated you? It was definitely rocky at the beginning because I matriculated in the fall of 2020, which was like right in the thick of COVID, like pre-vaccine. But I think over time, kind of as like restrictions have lifted and kids are just feeling like a little bit more like Middlebury's returning to like it's pre-COVID culture. Um, Everything's gotten a lot better. And I think like, you know, there's like a bunch of different things to get involved in just to keep yourself like busy and happy. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, So let's get down to kind of the point of this podcast. Um, Let's talk a little bit about like what career path you're currently pursuing. Yeah, so I've been interested in management consulting probably since my sophomore year. Um, and so that's just kind of what I've been set on and what I recruited for, um, this past year. Okay, perfect. And how did you kind of decide on this career path and like what aspects were the most appealing to you? Yeah. So I was lucky enough to have a sister who works at McKinsey, which, um, like if you're not familiar, it's one of like the most prominent, uh, management consulting firms probably in the world. And so she was able to give me a lot of kind of insight into what the day-to-day work like, workload looks like. Um, And I just really liked how diverse um, like your skill set has to be to work the job and also how many different clients you can work with. Like truly the opportunities opportunities are endless. Um, You can work on like a federal project or you could literally work for like a music label um, or like a media company. And so I just liked that flexibility. Um, So is there a reason that you kind of chose um, the company you're going with currently versus over other companies that you're kind of looking at? Yeah, I think to be honest, this recruiting year was like really difficult for applicants just because um, basically what happened was a lot of the major firms decided to not pursue full-time recruiting, which is uh, pretty difficult, I think, for anyone who like didn't have an internship in consulting um, in the previous summer. And so I just was kind of you know, looking wherever I could go. I was applying to like IB jobs. I was applying to, you know, VC jobs, PE jobs. Um, And I just got lucky enough to land a role at Accenture Federal, um, which is where I'll be going after graduation. And I've always been interested in government work. I just didn't kind of realize that that like niche existed. So So tell us a little bit about Accenture. Yeah, I mean, obviously I haven't started, so there's little I can say, but just kind of through like the recruiting process and like going to the info sessions, um, they only work on federal contracts. So you could work for like the Department of Health, the Department of Defense, Department of Justice, just kind of doing um, different consulting projects for them. And I just think that that element is really cool because I guess I didn't really realize just how much work the government touched. Yeah, I bet. Um, So that's cool. 
Okay, and like, since consulting is a pretty sought after job nowadays, especially in the like Middlebury world, what steps have you kind of taken to prepare, like, prepare yourself for where you are right now? Yeah, I think it's a lot of things. I think it's like super you know, vague things like just being open to opportunities like that, I think is just something you need to do when you're in college regardless, but like taking every opportunity as a learning opportunity, even if it's not directly relating to consulting or directly related to consulting, I like still took on like volunteer work or like clubs or this or that, um, just so I could kind of feel a little bit more competent when I entered the recruiting process. Um, and then obviously like you you practice cases like that's like the primary way that you can prepare for like the interview so that's kind of what i did okay and like how was the interview process how was the application process um for you with accenture or just in general yeah it definitely looks different depending on what you're applying to like i said i i applied to like finance jobs and consulting jobs and definitely like the process is different the types of questions they ask you are different i think it was good and I liked the challenge, but ultimately I did like that the case method um, that consulting, firm, consulting firms use, it's a little bit more like learnable, mm-hmm. um, I think. And like, it's a little bit more challenging, but at the end of the day, like you're, you're doing like a case, like it's a technical process. And I thought that that part was like fun. Yeah. I mean, for someone who's going into consulting myself, how it... I thought it was so far. I think it's a really long and grueling process. How do you think people should start the interview process? Um, Start with case studying. What do you think they should do? Yeah, honestly, I would say like, don't worry about it too much. Like, especially you, Morgan, you're young. (laughs) Um, So don't worry about it too much. But definitely like just slowly start getting comfortable with like basic math skills, like being able to do mental math like percentages, multiplication, division, um, division, like that's super helpful because you don't have a ton of time when you're doing the cases. But I think just in general, like one thing um, that I learned from my sister that was super helpful was like when you're standing in line at like a vendor at a concert, like do kind of like a case while you're standing in the line of like, mm. oh, how many like cups do they, do you think they have to buy for this mm. concert that we're at for this weekend? Like just challenge yourself like that a little bit and like it'll come more naturally to you and you'll start, start to see the world kind of through that more analytical lens. When do you think people should start prepping for that ideally? Oh, I don't know. I think it depends on what you're looking for. I mean, obviously like firms have like programs that you can do after your freshman year before your sophomore year. So if that's something you're interested in, like definitely get more familiar with with like the consulting um recruiting process but i would say like it's really important just to have um a a pretty solid understanding of cases heading into your junior summer because that's when you're going to like or actually not your junior summer because that's when you'll have the internship probably your junior fall i would say just start kind of thinking about it in preparation for your junior summer okay awesome and in terms of preparation, did you do any internships or relevant work, even like outside mid or at mid, um, that kind of made you prepare, um, that prepared yourself for the work? Yeah, I would say that sometimes people think of it a little narrowly. Like you think, oh, I have to do a consulting internship if I want to get a consulting job. But like I said earlier, because 
the consulting industry touches on so many different things like it's really beneficial to have like a really diverse um like work background so like for you example like working in coffee like that's also something that i did um those little experiences will ultimately like so i know i was a barista <laughs> so like just for yeah but even that. even that experience is like helpful because it gives you insight into like how a small business is you know run um so yeah i did like what did I do? I did my sophomore summer. I was a admissions intern at Middlebury, which was mm-hmm. super fun. Um, and then my junior summer, I did a like basically a marketing internship at this place called Hula in Burlington, which is a co-working oh, campus. Nice. And they also have like a VC fund. And at the time, I was definitely nervous because it wasn't a consulting gig. So I was okay. like, how is this going to look to like recruiters? But ultimately, the point is, is like, what did you take away from that? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really matter what you did. It's like, what did you learn? And ultimately, I think like I was able to in interviews convey like, yeah, sure, this wasn't a consulting job, but these are the skills that I learned that I can directly apply to like a career in in the field. Oh, okay, perfect. And like through your Middlebury career, through your internships and through all of these great stuff that you've done, what do you think are like some challenges that you faced I think like it's a little bit difficult to gauge how well you're doing sometimes and like um keeping yourself like optimistic and positive and um having just like a little bit more of like a hopeful outlook because I think definitely people sometimes feel nervous to talk about job stuff just because you don't want to be like oh I'm applying to all these firms and like if you don't get hired now everyone knows like you didn't get hired and so that was something like I was a little bit insecure about um but I think ultimately like um those challenges were all super helpful and just kind of making me like a little bit more like strong in the process because you will face a lot of rejection um so yeah I think I think that's just mainly it's it's hard to sometimes hear no when you feel like you've worked really hard for something And I understand that consulting um, is really, really big in terms of networking. Um, And really, all these big companies, networking is a big thing. Um, Did you do a lot of networking? What advice do you have for that sort of part? Yeah, definitely the consulting networking aspect is a lot less uh, strict than like in IB. Mm -hmm. So I know like my friends that have like recruited into banking have to like take dozens and dozens of networking calls which is not what I did kind of my approach to it was once I realized that firms weren't hiring full-time like a a bunch of firms weren't um, I just mostly was like okay well I know these people that are alums that like work at McKinsey work at Bain like I'm just going to reach out to them regardless like knowing that they won't be able to like you know push my resume forward because like right they're not looking at resumes um and instead just like try and learn from them Mm -hmm. and take their advice to like the other companies that I might apply to and so I did network a little bit with like mid alums or like people my sister knew um, from like business school or, or her current co-workers but mostly I think it was just to learn and I think that's the best way to approach it because you don't want it to become transactional like they don't owe you mm-hmm. something just because you cold like cold emailed them and and spoke to them for 20 minutes yeah 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 and how do you kind of recommend with like cold calling how do you recommend people kind of kickstart that and begin their networking i think like for middlebury specifically like there's a couple ways to do it that feels a lot safer than just like finding someone (laughs) on linkedin so like you can go to the cci um and like talk to the career advisor and like they can give you potentially some names of people to reach out to that are like super 
willing to talk to mid students there's also like a platform called mid to mid where you can be matched Mm -hmm. with a mentor so like that makes it a lot easier because you know that that person is like putting themselves out there as like a potential net or like a potential mentor but I think in after that point when you feel more comfortable with it that's when you can start like messaging people on LinkedIn um or like if perchance you like find their email address send them an email but I would say start with like the safer options because then you'll feel more comfortable and like when you get to that step of you're in a call with someone or you're emailing someone what do you think are some like do's and don'ts in terms of networking and talking to someone I definitely think um a don't is like don't not prepare (laughs) um and like don't come without any questions because right like this person is like in their career they're taking time out of their day to talk to you um and so you kind of I think it's beneficial to come from the mindset of like I want to prove to this person that I've done my research that I have an understanding of like what their job is what their company is like um and I'm not just calling them and saying hey tell me everything you know right Mm -hmm. like you want to be able to prompt them and be like hey what about this part of your job or how did you kind of get here or how did you make this jump from this career to this one so definitely like prep yourself in advance like look at their LinkedIn um and also just like talk in like a human way (laughs) um like try to have like an actual conversation rather than just kind of like a Q&A session Mm -hmm. because um you you want to ultimately like build a relationship that goes beyond just the recruiting process but also like into your career it could be Mm -hmm. nice to have a connection like that yeah um and I know consulting is very especially for non-target schools like Middlebury are very sometimes dependent on recommendations um how do you kind of think students should go about either getting a recommendation or what's your kind of advice in terms of recommendations? I think it's hard to say because I I think that referrals differ depending on the firm. And so for me, like I had a referral to McKinsey. I had like three referrals to McKinsey mm-hmm. this year. But what we ultimately found out was that like McKinsey wasn't hiring full time um, yeah. out of like the offices that I was recruiting to. So ultimately, like it wasn't helpful. But I think that the understanding is like it'll help you at least get an interview, like an initial interview. So they are super helpful um, Mm -hmm. if you are able to get one. But I would say I don't really have great advice on how to go about seeking one just because I got them like in a personal way. Mm -hmm. I think in general, it just goes back to the networking aspect, though. Like if you build a relationship with someone and they like understand who you are as like a student and a person, they might be more willing to like give you something like a referral. For sure. Um, So kind of moving on to the more personal aspect of this, um, what skills and qualifications do you think are like most important for success in consulting or Accenture or any of this? Yeah, I think being adaptable is really important. So like one thing that I learned through the recruiting process and like doing these cases with like a bunch of different types of people from a bunch of different firms, it's like they can literally throw any situation at you that Mm -hmm. you have to solve. And I think sometimes like when I was practicing, I would go and being like, okay, like I have a really strong idea of how to answer this type of question or this type of question. But then once I actually got there, I was like, oh no, they're asking me about like this big industry and I didn't prepare for it and I would get really nervous. So I think it's just like, you know, have as much... um, experience in like just like the general case solving method as possible and Mm -hmm. just keep your mind really open when you like go into um cases I think in terms of like my career other than like being adaptable just because I think that's important regardless um I think 
being able to like work on a team I think like sure we do like group projects in college but that's super different from like actually doing like work for your job so I think being like really open to hearing other perspectives open to criticism that's important and then also just like always being willing to learn especially that's something I've been thinking about like as I get um kind of closer to graduation and like starting a job I'm like I'm gonna know probably nothing when I get there and that's okay I've realized that that's like okay right but I think like we're so afraid sometimes of like not Mm -hmm. knowing what to do just be comfortable with like that that discomfort and um in your kind of like a rare case of being kind of like a liberal arts major yeah <laughs> um even just like on our golf team our golf team is not sociology major no Sophia not at like all the only film and media um in terms of like majors or minors whatsoever um how do you think that kind of equipped you with the necessary skills or didn't equip you with the necessary skills yeah I think it's different um yeah, it's definitely a different major than <laughs> I think most people who want to go into consulting choose. But I chose it, one, because like I really love sociology. And I also think it just like gives you... Aren't you like the most, the person who's taken the most sociology classes yeah, so in allegedly, like, history? According to my professor, he I have taken the most sociology classes from any student he's seen. That's outrageous. That's since outrageous he's been at Middlebury, which is kind of hilarious. But um. No, I really like sociology because it makes you a really strong writer and a real, really critical thinker. I heard that. Mm-hmm. And you do a lot of research. And like this past semester, I like learned how to code in R. I mean, like this is just all like random stuff I didn't really realize came along with the major. Um, so I think that's been super helpful. And then also in general, right? Like consulting is a problem solving job. Mm-hmm. And I think sociology has helped me identify a lot of problems mm-hmm. in like society and also kind of think about how we go about solving them and so I feel like there is a connection there even though it might not be as overt as like you know studying econ when you want to go into finance yeah um kind of focusing on consulting in general we I understand we're in a bit of a economic slump uh (laughs) like we've been kind of mentioning throughout um this podcast but do you think there are any like current trends in consulting or developments in like the industry that you kind of see yeah well from my job currently there is a more positive tune like people think that the economy is kind of gonna you know recover a bit um this year so I'm, I'm excited for that and hopefully like um the hiring freezes that we've been seeing across some of like the major firms will relax a bit just because I know that was like super tough and really unexpected on on kids in my class that were recruiting full-time um yeah I don't know I think that's really all I can say I'm no economist so I don't really want to say anything. <laughs> not an econ major for sure we're on a recorded podcast about the economy <laughs> um do you kind of see yourself staying in consulting I know we kind of talked a little bit previously about like venture capital and stuff like that um what's your position on that Yeah, I definitely think I'm trying not to get too far ahead of myself. Like already right now I'm thinking about like getting an MBA. So I've like started studying for the GRE so I can apply to like deferred MBA programs. And even thinking about that makes my head hurt. (laughs) Um, So I'm like not, I'm honestly not sure. I think I need to work the job first to like have an understanding of like what even my day-to-day is going to look like but I was super happy when I got my offer and I was like super excited at all the potential I had just within Accenture itself Mm -hmm. for like all the different types of federal projects that you can work on so ideally I would like to stay 
um, in in that type of role for a while. But obviously, like things can change and I'm trying to keep my mind open. And like Morgan said, I'm currently working a VC job. Honestly, VC is tough. (laughs) It's a lot more like volatile than anything I've ever worked for. So that part is a little bit hard for me as like a massive organizer, but we'll see. I don't know. Keeping the options open. Yeah, that's always good. Um, And I remember you telling me a little bit about a possible MBA and um, going to law school. What is... What's the law school part of that looking like right now? Yeah, that's a funny question. Um, I just, so like there's a pretty set like deferred program, um, deferred MBA program kind of like system across a lot of business schools. And so that's just been kind of like an easy way for me as like a senior in college to start thinking about that type of like professional graduate school. Um, Law school was something I was interested in because I kind of wanted to see how it would relate to business um i've spoken to someone who has um an mba or a jd mba so he got his law degree and his um master's in business administration and it was just super super fascinating um kind of like how that applied to the job he was doing at mckinsey but i don't know i don't want to think about the lsat i don't want to start studying so that might be something that i just continue to think about like over the next couple of years and we'll see if i do it that's fair and for students kind of going down the same path as you, what is something or a few things that you would kind of recommend to them to do or not to do? Um, I think I kind of mentioned this earlier, maybe, but like just being open to opportunities. Um, for example, like Morgan, you're taking the mid entrepreneurs class and like that would be something that I would be really hesitant to take just because I'm like not I don't like think that I'm like a super creative person or like an entrepreneur or like I don't really think I have that spirit but like those are the things that give you tangible experience that you can then you know apply to like an internship or to like a job recruiting process um so I think it's like take those opportunities especially when you're in college there's so much like room for error and like people are not going to judge you for like I'm using air quotes, but like failing in college just because like that's the time to be risky. So I would say that. And I think, you know, don't discount yourself from anything. So like for me, I ended up applying to like a couple banking jobs and I got a lot further in the interview process than I ever thought I would. And had I like just been like, oh, that's a banking job. Like I've never done finance. I can't do it. I would have never even had that experience of like interviewing for those firms and like doing technical finance interviews. So yeah, I would just recommend like take advantage of literally every opportunity and don't ever count yourself out. Yeah. Awesome. Um, And just for reference, Sophia does a lot of stuff on campus. She has a lot of different (laughs) jobs. And I'm wondering how do you kind of maintain like that healthy work-life balance Um, with all of this stuff kind of going on? That's a great question. I think about my summer in 2023 when I was like interning at um, Hula and I was also like case prepping and like practicing golf because (laughs) of our season. And then kind of like that, you know, recruiting process goes into your senior fall. So Mm -hmm. like being in season full time, this was like the first season that I traveled to every tournament, I think. Um... And it was honestly very hard also while working three jobs on campus or three jobs like period. So I honestly don't know how I balanced it. I (laughs) love Google Calendar. I think everyone should have a Google Calendar. Um, I make a lot of to-do lists. Yeah, it's not. I wish I was sponsored by Google. Um, (laughs) But like I make a lot of lists. 
Um, and I think ultimately what's really important is just like knowing what to prioritize. And that doesn't mean prioritize the job search all the time. Sometimes that means like not doing anything for a day and just like hanging out with your friends because ultimately like you will get burned out. I think I applied to like 50, 60 jobs. Oh wow. That's like, a lot. Yeah. Between like <laughs> July and November or, or yeah, July and like October, November. So that's like kind of a lot that to be lot, doing. Yeah. Um, so you, you want to like find that balance where you're like productive, but also you're not like working yourself too, too hard. Yeah. And like, kind of looking back on your college experience um, at Middlebury, just with all the experience you've had, do you think it's prepped you for graduating and being in like the real world? If you asked me like a month ago, maybe my answer would be different. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like staring down graduation and it's definitely scary mm-hmm. um, because you lose like the safety net that is you know college and like the college campus bubble and all that but I definitely feel like the rigor of Middlebury and then also kind of like how I chose to take advantage of my time at Middlebury by like doing a bunch of stuff that prepared me I think if like um you know I hadn't taken some jobs or like I hadn't done you know certain volunteer work or just like certain experiences while in college um I wouldn't feel like relatively confident after graduation but like even looking back at things like I hiked the long trail like that has nothing to do with career but being able to say I did something like that makes me feel like do you want to explain what the long trail is it's like really impressive I will say okay I will um it's a 272 mile long trail that goes from the Vermont mass border to the Vermont Canada border and so I hiked that that's a really long way by myself for yeah. your reference but I the think entirety this, of Vermont yeah I mean I think it ties into like what I was and saying she did it by herself I did it I did do it by myself it was kind of scary but well I'm not gonna think about it um but like I think it ties into what I was saying earlier just like you need to do things like um and kind of push yourself because when I entered Middlebury I literally had never hiked a day in my life and then I was like oh, like, this is actually kind of fun, and, like, mid kids really like to hike and stuff, and then it ended up with me doing that, like, crazy thing. Yeah. And so I think um, that is just kind of, like, a metaphor for, like, what you should try and do with your time if if um, you can, because college is definitely short. I can't believe I'm already, like, a second semester senior, basically. I know. Oh, my God. Um, but, you know, it's it's been good, and I definitely feel like I feel prepared in terms of, like, my capabilities and also the connections I made with, like, friends and professors makes me feel like I do have people to lean on, like, right. in the case I don't know what to do when I'm I graduate. So yeah. Well, thank you so much, Sophia. I'm so happy that I got a chance to talk to you and have other people kind of hear your um, trajectory and your story. I think you're one of the most accomplished people that I've met on oh campus. Oh, my God. That's so... And Sophia is wow. literally, like a mom to me on campus (laughs) all of us ask like all of our teammates ask her questions and I'm so sad to see you graduating but you're obviously on such a great path um and is there any like contact or like LinkedIn that people could maybe reach out to you if they have any questions oh my god if anyone hears this and is like I want to talk to her I'd be shocked (laughs) um yeah I guess my LinkedIn is just my first and last name um and then my email I guess if you're a Middlebury student, you can look me up in the directory. Yeah. Um, I don't really want to, like, say my Yeah, email, no, obviously. It's kind of awkward. Um, but, yeah, so feel free to reach out to Sophia if you guys, like, um, have any questions about consulting or Accenture in general. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much, Sophia. 
And um, that's basically it. Yeah, thanks for having me.